get started. Let me know if you're watching on replay um, later on. And um, I'm, I'm excited to share with you tonight. Um, I'm going to start with prayer just for myself. So if you're on the other end of this, if you will, just say a prayer for me also. And um, we'll get started. So, Lord, I just thank you so much for tonight. I thank you, Lord, for the word that you've given me. I pray that it goes forth just the way that you want it to. I pray for an anointing over my words. Um, Father, I pray that it is received well. And, Father, I pray that for the boldness and for an empowering that you are, are putting over your women. I pray for the fire that you are putting on us. Um, and, honestly, for the fear of you, Lord, the reverence that we're supposed to have of you. And I thank you for that, Lord. Um, I ask you to help me right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, Mandy. All right. So this is what um, I have been stewing on all week. After Brienne's um, table time on Monday, when she talked about how we have to ring the dinner bell, the Lord is saying, it is time for you to come and dine with me in the presence of your enemies. I have something prepared for you, and it is time for you to come and dine with me at the table. My mind just began to work in overdrive, and I have been meditating on that all week long, and Earlier, I was like, okay, Lord, I really need um, you to give me something to speak to the ladies tonight. And this is what he brought up to me. <clears throat> Can y'all hear me okay? Last week, um, I spoke on Fight Time Friday about the Jehu's rising up. I think it was last week, if not the week before. About the Jehu, Jehu's rising up. And that is where women who are not typically the ones to speak out are rising up with a boldness Um like never before to speak out against honestly the demonic systems just in our world in our nation that have overcome our church um and these are going to be women who are not really eloquent who are not well versed in different things but what it is is they just have a fire in them or they have um, a reverency of the lord where they're like i am more fearful of god and um and disobeying him than i am of of man. And so that was my prayer. Hey, Sherry, that was my prayer. Lord, let me have a reverence of you. Let me have a fear of you, a healthy fear of you so that whenever I hear your spirit urge me to do something, then I have a boldness just to go and do it. Like that has been my prayer. And that's been my prayer for all of you ladies. And here's why I think, um, I not, I think I know, I know that this is a different year than we've ever experienced before. Um, I've heard it in all the um, kind of the prophetic words that I've been listening to that this is a different year. This is a year, um, someone to put it this way, this is a year of the overshadowing of the Lord where we are going to, the church, especially the church, we're going to feel the presence of the Lord in such a different way in this year. And I don't know about you and I don't know about your church. But our church is experiencing the presence of the Lord in a much different magnitude than we've ever experienced before. I know I've never experienced and I've been at our church since 2015. So um, he is presenting himself in such a different way. And what it is, is, is for me, it is... Um, it's given me such a healthy reverence of him. It's it's given me such a healthy fear of him that I've needed. So anyways, last week I spoke about the Jehu's rising up. And in that message, I talked about um, the Baal worship that is going on in America. And 
what's so neat is I saw maybe one or two posts this week of women who um, who don't usually post these kind of things post about how um, they were beginning to learn about the spiritual warfare going on in America, specifically Baal worship. And I was like, I, God, I knew I didn't make that stuff up. <laughs> I knew I wasn't hearing the wrong thing. So remember um, when I talked about it last week, Baal in the Old Testament, he required child sacrifice and he required golden statue worship or statue or worship of idols. And you may say, well, we don't have that going on here. Yes, we do. We have abortion um, to, the, to the tens of millions, um, which is child sacrifice. And we have um, statues being raised in all of our cities. You can look it up. Um, just different bronze statues, that sort of thing, with demonic backgrounds. And so these spirits that have literally been around for ever and ever and ever are still being manifesting themselves here in America right now. So if you've seen that or you believe that, chat, chop something in the chat to let me know. Yes, you know that. You have seen that. And you know that there is demonic um, little G God worship going on in America. So I do want to talk about that in regards to what we saw on what was the last Sunday night at the Grammys. I did not watch it, but um, I've seen all the different things about it about the it was literally satanic worship from the pictures that I've seen the songs that I've heard um and it was I mean it was blatant in our face just like Brienne put it um satanism luciferianism in our face so they're not even trying to hide it anymore and so um what what that brought up to me was this Daniel chapter 3 and I know most of you that are on here listening know this story. Um, but if you are watching this or listening to this later on and you are not f- familiar with this story, let me let me just kind of recap it just super brief for you. Um, in this story, King Nebuchadnezzar has commanded that in Babylon, they are going to, anytime that they hear music being played, the people of Babylon are to bow down and worship the bronze statue anytime and he says he says that there was a decree that went out and everyone who hears the sound of the horn flute zither lyre harp drum and every kind of music must fall down and worship the golden statue whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown in the blazing furnace and so of course the story goes shadrach meshach and abednego the children of israel that had been um been assigned a specific position over over um in babylon they said absolutely not i'm not going to do that i'm absolutely not going to do that i'm not going to bow down and worship so whenever everyone else when the music began to play and everyone got on their face and everyone went went nuts for uh the golden statue for the little g god the idol that had been set up before them they said absolutely not i am not going to i worship Am I still there? What in the world? What is going on? My my screen went black. Tell me if you can see me. I don't know what's going on. Oh no. Hey Kaylee. Can y'all see me? Hey other Kaylee. Okay. I don't know what's going on. Hold on one second. 
Oh, I got it. my screen okay <laughs> Bless. okay so they said this Shadrach Meshach and Abednego they said this they said I know that the God that I serve can rescue me if they want to this is what it says right here Daniel um, chapter 3 verse 18 then he can rescue us from the furnace of the blazing fire and he can rescue us from the power of you talking to the king but even if he doesn't even if he does not rescue us, we want you as king to know that we're still not going to serve your God. We're still not going to worship the golden statue that you've raised up. Because it is not the God that I serve. Okay? So this is what he was saying. They're saying, this is what God is saying right now, today. You have to have a healthy fear of me. Lord, give me the words right now. You have to have a healthy fear of me. That means that if, if Super Bowl Sunday... At halftime, if the satanic worship begins, I will not watch it. I will guard my eye gates. I will guard my ear gates. I will not allow that into my spirit. I will not bow down to the golden idol that American culture says that I have to bow down to. I will not do it. It means that if if your best friend is like, hey, come to this concert or hey, um, come watch this movie with me. Hey, read this romance novel read this book no i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it and and i don't care what you call me i don't care if you call me radical i don't care if i look a little crazy i don't care if i, I sound a little different what it is is i have a healthy reverential fear of god to a point where if he tells me to jump three steps to the left i'm gonna jump three steps to the left on my right foot and tap my head <laughs> whatever he tells me to do we want to do it. Lord, let women, let the fight time women rise up and be so bold to say, I will not bow down. I will not bow down. And no matter what persecution comes my way, I don't care. I don't care if people are going to call me a little crazy. I don't care that persecution may come to me. Because listen, ladies, persecution may come to us in the, the form of words from other people. I've had family members that think that we are absolutely out of our mind, but bonkers because we follow the Lord and I don't care. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm to, you know, we're to the point now where, especially now when the Lord is saying, don't just teach my women how to fight, but teach my women to look for my return, teach my people to look for my return because it is so close that we cannot be afraid um, of man. We can't be afraid of the persecution. Are y'all hearing me okay? Y'all getting this? So verse 28, Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed, after after they went into the fire, they went to the fiery furnace. We know that they were thrown in uh, because the they would not bow down to the little G God. He threw them in the furnace. And of course, of course, God Almighty saved them there. He was in the fiery furnace with them and he brought them out unscathed. So on the other side, King Nebuchadnezzar exclaimed, Praise to the God of Israel. Praise to the one true God. For he has sent his angel and rescued his servants who trusted him. Therefore, I issue a decree that any of uh, anyone of any people, nation, or language who says anything offensive against the God of Israel they're going to be torn limb for limb and his house made a garbage dump for there is no other God who is able to deliver 
like this God, the big G God. So if this is true in Daniel 3, then it has to be true today. This is what has to be true. No matter what, whenever we are put up against the bonkers, demonic agenda that we are up against in this world, we're not afraid of it. And I'm going to talk to you about that in just a second. We're not afraid of it. But our devotion and our reverential fear of the Lord, ladies, hear me. It's going to turn other people to Christ. It is going to turn our nation back to Christ. It is what we need for our families to turn back to Christ. It is what we need for our children to return to Christ or to have salvation. We have Our obedience is going to be one of the drawing factors that is going to turn people's face back to the one true God of Israel, the only God who can deliver. Do you hear me? I feel it so strong tonight. And I was sleepy. 20 minutes ago. So hear me. It is going to come for us so bold and so fast. And I know the nine women on here that are listening to me right now. I know that, that you know this. I know that you know this stuff. But I need you to help me tell the other women. I need you to share this with other women. I need you to say, I'm drawing a line in the sand like Bree says. No more. No more are we going to just, just toe the line. No more lukewarm church like it talks about in Revelation. No more lukewarm. I'm ready to be hot on fire for God. Um, and I'm not ready to take anything less than that. Are you with me? If you're with me in that, top amen, hallelujah, something like that in the comments so that I know that you have got that down. And then I'm going to pray this prayer over us or this read this psalm over us. Someone really wants to talk to me tonight. <laughs> Someone keeps texting me. Psalm 27. Psalm 27 is a Davidic song. David wrote it, um, and it was a story. It's a psalm of lament. It's a song of um, uh, of a lament where he is. He is. Um, what is he? Who's he's tired? He's tired. He's sad. So he's crying out. This psalm is where he's crying out to the Lord, but it's a crying out of confidence in God. And so when we read it. I'm going to read it and then I'm going to kind of change some of the words to be a prayer as we read it because this is what I want our stance to be. It's so powerful. Um, and even in my Bible, this Psalm, Psalm 27, is, is entitled My Stronghold. So this is what he says The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? Whom should I fear? Okay. The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom should I dread? Nobody. When evildoers come against me to devour my flesh and my foes and my enemies stumble and fall and fail, though an army deploys against me, guys, the army of Satan, even though an army of Satan deploys against me, my heart is not afraid. Though a war breaks out against me and there is a war in the spiritual realm above you right now, I am still confident. This is David's prayer and it's our prayer today. I'm still confident. I've asked one thing from the Lord. It is what I desire. I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeking Him in His temple, in His place of meeting. And in that part, David is remembering back to Israel's time in the wilderness where they met with Him in the temple. It says, for he will conceal me in his shelter in the day of adversity. Ladies, this is a promise. 
God Almighty will conceal us. It doesn't mean we won't go through persecution. But God Almighty will console us in, in His shelter as we face adversity in this day. He will hide me under the covering of His tent and He will set me on a high rock. Then my head will be high above my enemies around me. He is going to set us up. He has set us up. He has set us up so high that we are able to see the stupid schemes of the enemy. He has nothing on us. The only thing that He has that we don't have, that the enemy has that we don't have, is he has knowledge. We don't have certain knowledge, but but he does. He has some certain knowledge because of who he is, because he is an angel of darkness. That's the only thing he has against us that's different. We have all authority, all authority under the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And he sets us up high. God sets us up high and he allows us to see. So same thing as Bree was talking about. He sets us up in, with a table in the presence of our enemies and they're not going to come against us. So it continues on. It says, I will offer sacrifices in his tent with shouts of joy and I will sing and make music to the Lord. We will praise the Lord. Okay. Then they hear this part. I hear you, Brittany. Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. This is this is beautiful. And you're going to see this come up later. My heart says this about you. Seek his face. And it says this, Lord, I will seek your face. If you're ready to seek the face of God, type in the comments, Lord, I will seek your face face. I will be so close to you as Brianne preached on on Wednesday night. I will be so close to you that your ruach, your breath, your spirit pours out over me and breathes life into me as I exhale the things of this world. I will inhale your ruach. Lord, I will seek your face. Then David says this, God, do not hide your face from me. Let that be your prayer. Lord, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn away from me in anger. You have been my helper. Don't leave me. Don't abandon me. God of my salvation, even if my father and mother abandon me, I know, Lord, you care for me. How many of you have had family members that said, you're a little too radical. You're a little too crazy. I just don't know about all that stuff right there. Well, guess what? Even if they abandon me, God, I have you. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus, that I have you. I have you. It continues on, because of my adversaries, show me your way, Lord, and lead me on a level path. Do not give me over to the will of my foes. Don't give me over to my enemies. For false witness rise up against me, and they breathe violence. So ladies, Sunday, you may be somewhere where you're watching the Super Bowl. I'll just keep using that as an example. You may be somewhere where you're watching the Super Bowl, and halftime comes on. And you may be with a group of um, people who are not believers. And they may say, begin to say false witnesses up against you. They may begin to have claims against you. They may begin to just tell you what they think about you whenever you decide that you're not going to watch halftime. Okay? They may even breathe violence against you. But it says have faith. Have faith for the Lord is going to cover you and protect you in that. Even if something comes against us, it's okay. God is our covering. And then the Davidic Psalm ends like this. I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. We are going to see that. 
2023. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart be courageous. And then it ends again. Wait for the Lord. Oh, Lord. Lord, I wait on you. <laughs> let my heart be so strong, Lord. Let our hearts be so strong. Let our hearts be courageous as we begin to stand up and be radical for you and for the things of the Lord. Don't turn your face from us. Keep us sitting high above our adversaries. And Father, whatever you want from this fight time group, it's ready. Y'all, he's launching. He is launching us. <laughs> he is launching us. I just feel so strong. He is launching us out to be more than just this, this group of 700. He's launching us forth. He's calling his women into battle. He's starting with the women. For whatever reason, we will be covered by our husbands and by the men in our church. But he is calling forth women to rise up. Um, and, he's, and he's launching us forward and he's saying, it's okay. I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. So we're going to trust in him. And we're going to trust that as we begin to take this bold stance for the Lord, that our family will be saved. Our children will be saved. Um, our community will be saved. And that the the face of our nation will be turned back to God. I'm believing that. I'm believing for a radical revival through the nation. In Jesus' name. If you receive that tonight, type in the chat that you receive it. I'm thankful that you ladies joined with me oh, almost at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. You are faithful. You are faithful, and I am so grateful for you. And I know this Fight Time team is so grateful for you. The ones that show up and comment, we appreciate you. If you were ever watch and you don't ever comment, I'm encouraging you now. If you're listening to this on podcast, comment. Um, it is encouraging to your Fight Time women who give so faithfully every single week to pour into you. Um, and we do it because the Lord has commanded us to, not just for our own glory. So we thank you for that. All right, ladies. Um, I pray that that bless you. That blessed me tonight. I needed, I needed that because that was all God. I needed that tonight. Um, I'm just going to pray a quick prayer for us and then I'm going to bed. Um, Lord, I love you so much. <laughs> oh God, I just feel your presence your presence so strong and I'm so grateful Lord that you've called us and you've set us apart and you have called these women and you have set them apart there is no no um it, there's no reason why they're not in that, this group I mean they are meant to be in this group there is a reason why you have set us apart and now that you are launching us and Lord I just thank you that you are choosing us to be your mouthpiece, I'm thankful that thankful that you're choosing us to be leaders of your fam, our families, to be leaders in our um, communities. Lord, I pray right now, Father, that you just give us a boldness and a courageousness, and that you remind us constantly that you will shelter us and that you will set us high above our adversaries, and that you will lead us down a right path. And Father, restore in us the joy of our salvation. Don't let, don't flee from us. Do not turn your face from us. And Father, I pray that the women in this group are so close to you that we feel your breath on us every single day. We thank you, God, for your portion. We thank you, God, for a reverential fear of you. We honor you and we ask you, Father, to help us be strong in obedience to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, ladies, I have 2% battery left. <laughs> thank
Thank you, Lord. Um, so I love you ladies so very much. It is an honor, honor, honor to be used by the Lord to speak life into you guys and to, uh, I'm just honored that he does it for me because every time I get on here, it is a blessing to me. So um, I love you so much and I will see you soon. Good night. Bye-bye.